Dara and Siv sprinted for the doors leading into the king's tower. They were too far up for her to stop the attack from here. That much water might could drown half the island. The king of Pendark lived high up in this tower to avoid water might attacks. But the sheer quantity of power rushing toward them was no normal assault. The silver-haired king of Pendark, several of his captains, Vine Siltine and Vex Rolandar, all looked up in surprise as Dara charged through the double doors and into the dining chamber. Tan Ridon leaped up from where he'd been sprawled on a fine silk sofa in the corner. Water might attack, Dara said. Sound the alarm, Rid. Ooh, just do it. Rid took off running, limbs windmilling. Dara paused at the table. We'll need every water worker in the castle on the lower levels, she said. The wave is traveling fast. Can you stop it? The king of Pendark asked, his aged face going pale. He reached behind him, and a white-clad nymph-like serving girl emerged from the shadows to place a wine goblet in his hand. He drank deeply. Dara can do anything, Siv said, before she could respond. Dara winced. Sometimes his faith in her went a little too far. She'd need help. I'll try, she said. Has anyone seen where Rumi? Suddenly, the king made a strangled sound. Dara broke off and spun to face the balcony, fearing that the water might attack had reached them already. Nothing but a slice of blue sky was visible outside. When she looked back, the king was curling forward over the table, sweat coating his forehead. Sire, gasped the youngest of the gathered Pendarkin captains. Are you well? The others exchanged wary glances and began backing into the shadows. Purple veins showed through the king's silver-white hair. His gnarled fingers clawed at the map on the table. A blood-red wine stain spread away from the goblet he dropped on it. The captain, a young man with an unruly shock of dark hair, hovered at his king's side, unsure how to help him. Siv moved around the table on his other side. Don't touch the goblet, Vex hissed. Could be salt adder oil on the rim. Siv froze, his fingers an inch from the offending cup, and instead moved to help the frantic Pendarkin captain lower the king to the floor. His breath was already slowing to an ugly gurgle. Dara and Vex turned as one to seek out the white-clad servant who had handed the goblet to the king. The woman had already disappeared, along with the other captains who had been part of the council mere seconds ago. Outside, the water might attack would be getting closer. Treason, the youngest captain shouted from his position beside the king, who was now seizing violently. Treachery. Come back, you gut-feeding traitors. Something tells me we've outstayed our welcome, Vine said, voice tremulous. Agreed, Siv said. We have to get out of Pendark at once. The timing is no coincidence. He leaned forward to put a hand on the distressed captain's shoulder, offering what comfort he could as the man tried to shake life back into his fallen monarch. Dara, we may need to fight our way out. I'm on it. Dara was halfway across the chamber before she realized she had left her boots on the balcony after removing them to get a better grip on the marble railing. Too late to go back now. Every second counted. 
Where was Rumi? She'd be ten times more powerful against the water mite with some fire in her system. The door on the opposite side of the chamber opened as she reached it, and Latch Brack appeared, looking every bit as tense as she felt. You saw? He said. Yes. Bad? Oh, yeah. Let's go down there, then. Latch stepped out of Dara's way, holding the door for her, then followed her down the stairwell through the center of the tower, neither of them sparing a second glance for the morbid gathering around the fallen Pendarkin king. Latch appeared ready to fight, but from the looks of the water might attack sweeping toward them, it might not matter. They were in deep trouble. <laughs>